Dr. Marianne Cintron, it's great to be here today. I equip heroic teachers with an effective literacy program to remediate dyslexia so they can close that achievement gap, stop the school to prison pipeline, and prepare kids for success in school and in life. I hope you're watching this video after seeing my previous three videos about my journey to be a dyslexia specialist, the reading crisis in this nation, and the opportunities we have to help dyslexic students win and then also about our prison system and the status of that. But today, I'm gonna to talk to you about success. What does reading success look like? How many of you remember taking your kids or grandkids to the library and they would spend a couple hours picking out wonderful books and wanting to bring home a stack of 10 or 12 and read through them a couple times for the, during the weeks and want to go back and get another stack of books in a couple weeks. I remember those days. Well, that's not a reality in the home of a dyslexic student. In fact, when a dyslexic student is in the classroom and his or her reading time is up, they often experience panic, anxiety. I've heard of students leaving, the, leaving to go to the bathroom and they didn't even have to go to the bathroom. I've heard of dyslexia-induced ulcers I even had a parent tell me that her, her eight-year-old told her, I hate reading, I wish I was dead. Now that should not be. So kids with dyslexia, when they start reading, they may be able to read words that they've memorized, but if they're unfamiliar words, they're gonna glance and guess and try to sound those words out, rather than sound the words out. Their peers are gonna help them, and their self-esteem is gonna lower because they're gonna feel dumb. Why can my, the girl next to me read so wonderfully, and I, how come I can't even sound a word out? Well, self-esteem really takes a hit with our dyslexic students. When they write, they will omit letters and syllables. They'll put the letters in the wrong place. They'll forget to punctuate their sentences. They won't capitalize proper nouns. Sometimes you'll see a capital letter in the middle of a sentence. I remember the student who would write, and I'd have to ask him to read me what he wrote. Sometimes teachers have a gift of discerning what the student wants to write. But man, when you can't even read the writing of a child, and you ask him to read it back to you, and he can't even read his own writing, well, that's really sad. Well, I published a book in 2018 called A Message of Hope, How Music Enhances Reading for Dyslexic Children. This should be in the hands of every teacher, especially kinder through third grade. And then I created a reading program. It follows the Orton-Gillingham model, which I described in a previous video, and I developed a reading app. It has classical music playing in the left ear and um, spelling exercises in the right ear. The music app is called Dunking Dyslexia, and it has a profound impact on the brain. Students who have used um, music with a similar reading program years ago when I used to work with this have made one to three years gains in six weeks. And when I did my doctorate program, this is what I wanted to prove to people, that the music has a profound effect on the brain when teaching people to read. Consider this. 
a, what if a dis, well a dyslexic person reads from the wrong side of their brain? He reads from the right side, which is the right angular gyrus, which is the wrong side. So when the right side of the brain wants to take over the reading, it'll send over calp instead of clap, um, farm instead of from. Um, it'll just send the letters in the wrong order or even a wrong letter. So, and it crosses over the central part of the brain called the corpus callosum, which we call the lazy referee. So when you send music in the left ear, it's going to cross over to the right side of the brain and give the brain what it loves to do, music. So then we send spelling exercises in the right ear and transfer to the left side of the brain. It's going to strengthen the brain like Pilates of the brain. And we bypass that corpus callosum. And this is based on the science of Dr. Roger Sperry from the 1960s. He was popular and won a Nobel Prize for his split brain theory of seizure patients. He would sever the corpus callosum and he worked with the left and the right sides of the brain independently. He won a Nobel Prize for this 20 years later in the 1980s. And he used to say at his conferences, if educators could bring this scientific knowledge to the classroom, we would have some great breakthrough with the students. So I can train a teacher in one day, and that, that teacher can be working with kids the next week. So I encourage you to reach out to me. How can we get your teachers trained? My website is www.dyslexia-solutions.com. I'm Dr. Marianne Sintron. Thanks for checking in, and I, I uh, hope that you share this video with others. Thank you.